Oh my gosh. Hey everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Connect and Convert. I am so incredibly excited to have my friend Sabrina on the show here today. And guys, I am literally so, so pumped to be able to share this amazing conversation with you guys as we go through the process of sharing more so not just about email marketing, but also to some of the technical back end items that you can do to really help connect and convert your audience. Welcome, Sabrina. Tell us more about you for those who do not already know you. Hi, Ashley and everyone. Thank you so much for having me with you today. I'm really looking forward for a great conversation. <laughs> so my name is Sabrina, the digital witch. So I work with business owners and I help them to fix all the backend system of their business so they can usually make money. <laughs> they can have a great business running online. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think it's so incredibly important as an, like, especially an online business owner, like we can see that we have it all together on the front end, right? Like with our social media presence and all that kind of stuff, but really where a business thrives and works is in the back end. Like everything in the back end has to work like clockwork. We have to have these systems and things like that set in place so we can actually show up online. So that is seriously so incredibly cool. So how did you get into this? Well, I started uh, working online like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm working in e-commerce, uh, which is where you've got the most complex uh, tech system to put in place between, yeah. you know, the cart and, and following the order and stuff like that. So I started to work there. Um, then I move on to the gaming industry where I'm starting to trigger learning to code because in games is what you do. You need to understand that language. Yep. And then I started my own business four years ago. Oh my gosh. That's so incredibly cool. I know for myself personally, I self-taught myself how to code from library books, like HTML and CSS and all that really cool. So it's always fun to chat with other people who have like learned the coding and like understand like how complex it is and how much time and energy it takes to actually learn it and then actually apply it as well too. <laughs> yeah. And it's very important because a lot of people think, oh, the most important is looking good design. Right. Uh, well, you can have the best design in the world or the best product in the world, but if you don't have a buy button that works, if you can't take money, you are going nowhere, right? Exactly. So let's talk about today. I'm, I'm really interested in hearing about, you know, especially with your technical background, like how we can apply this to our businesses in terms of with growing through automations. Now, I feel like a lot of times people are like, OMG, like automations are icky and gross and they feel very... <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to say it. I don't know. They feel very robotic, right? And I, I think that also too, like with you in particular, you understand how automations can help grow, but then you also know about how it also affects the customer experience and how we can actually utilize that. So tell me more about your viewpoint on automations and basically like how you feel like that fits in with the customer experience. Well, just put it in. In, in your customer's shoes, when they come to any website, when they want to buy something, we mm -hmm. always come back to the same. The first thing is they click to the button to select, to select okay. what they want to buy. Then right. they go to the checkout, they need to put their credit card. And then, which is where all the magic, the most important magic happen, is the email they receive to tell them, oh, thank you so much for your purchase. 
we receive your order, you're going to get it very soon, blah, blah. And then you want to continue that. So all of that, it's possible only if you have automation behind. You can't expect to have somebody who is online 24-7 to, to do all that stuff for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I think, you know, a lot of times, like, we put so much pressure on the consumer to remember us, or we put so much pressure on the consumer to come back to us for a purchase. And, like, yeah, like, they may have purchased once from us that doesn't work. I mean, like, there's so many things that I have purchased as an online business owner, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot about this. Like, and then I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I absolutely love, you know, so-and-so and their content and, like, all these different things. So, it's so incredibly important, as you mentioned, like, you know, taking that step and making sure you capture that email address. So that way you take the initiative to actually follow up with them and all of that good stuff. So from my understanding, you also too believe that email marketing is super important in an online business too. Absolutely. If you don't have an email list, uh, it's a death row. That's what we said. Uh, just simply because people who come to visit your website or come to see you on social media, it's a tra- that's called traffic, and it's a traffic that we do not own. Yeah. But those people come if they want. They don't have any obligation. Now, if you've got those people on your list, the list is yours, so you own the traffic, and you can contact them whenever you want with whatever you think it's important for them. So this is why it's so important to capture those email addresses and, and continue to grow, grow the relationship with them. Definitely. I mean, I even know in my own experience, I have gone through, you know, owning my own business to being part of an agency back to owning my own business. And, you know, those contacts that I've had throughout that entire journey have been completely invaluable as I have started a business. I went to another one, started a new, you know, and like those people are your people, regardless if they like a Facebook page or, you know, they like a Twitter that then is associated with that business. Like you have the opportunity to have them follow along with you. I know there's one girl who was with me as when I first started my very, very first business. That was three years ago for me. So I haven't been in business as long as you, but I'm sure you also too have had people that have stuck around that long because, you know, they understand the value of what you provide and serve and all of that good stuff. And let me tell you, if I would have just relied on social media or them to remember my fa- my URL that changed three times now, <laughs> you know, it, it wouldn't have worked, you know? So I, yeah. I definitely agree that it's, it's so incredibly important, you know, regardless if you're just starting your business, you know, thinking about what is to come and what is in advance for you. It's so incredibly important to start that email list. So what are some ways that you recommend in terms of with like capturing people's email addresses? I know you had mentioned like on the e-commerce side, you know, you can definitely get it through checkout, but what are some other ways that you have found that have been really helpful? Yeah, one of the most common way we know is uh, creating something of value for the people you want to have as a customer. So that's where we go to try to find those qualified, we call that leads. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to give them something free, f- which is which got no value. Uh, I mean, if people come to me uh, for automation and I'm going to give them a checklist for social media posting, it's got no relationship between what I do <laughs> and the gift I give to them, right? So why those people would like to follow me for automation if I give them this type of gift? doesn't make any value or any sense to them. So if you 
have a follower. So you are doing email marketing, right? Yes. So if you are offering like a checklist about the four or five different type of email that people need to create and send to their list, obviously I will be interesting because I want to follow you and I'm interested in email and this gift will be amazing. And usually in exchange of that gift, people are going to give you their name and their email address. Exactly. You know, that is such a huge, huge, huge point. Because the thing is, is that I know even and I always relate back to myself, because like, at the end of the day, I know my journey and the mistakes I've made, and I'm more than happy to share those. I made so many opt ins back in the day. And a lot of times they did not relate to anything. I was like, here's my favorite five quotes. Right. And I was like, that has nothing to do with what I do. Like, even back when I was doing web design, like it was something that like, yeah, like what do quotes have to do with web design? Actually, that literally makes no sense. So yeah, I think it's so incredibly important for you to actually take a look at your target audience, see what they're actually interested in, and then go through the process of creating that. That leads to your service because there's nothing worse than creating something that's fluffy, has no value, or as you mentioned, literally has no actual connection to what you do. It's it basically leads them on, right? <laughs> Just because we need to keep in mind that our objective is to convert those leads into client and customer. It doesn't yep. matter if you've got 1,000 or 1 million. Personally, I would prefer to have 100 people on my list who are hyper qualified to what I do, yep. who are going to buy from me, rather to have 1 million of people who never open my emails, or if they do, they don't read and they will never buy from me. Oh so my gosh. Important to have just a very good, good, warm hot lead in early this the most <laughs> to, to aim for. You are speaking my language. Yes. <laughs> I think it's uh, oh my gosh. I can't even tell you. Like there's so many times where people have like offered to give me spots and like summits or guest blog posts or whatever, and they're like, Oh, well, you need to have like at least five thousand subscribers. And I was like, Well, when you clean your list regularly and really focus on having the good people, it's a lot more complicated to get to five thousand, you know. But it's literally at the end of the day, I'm interested in my bottom line, right? I'm not interested in just adding somebody to my fan club. I want somebody who's actually interested in what I have to say, who's going to intake that value, but then also too, you know, at the end of the day, as you mentioned, like we want them to convert, right? Like that's absolutely whole, whole purpose. I mean, like there's so many times people are like, you know, I have 500 people on my email list, but it's not working. And you know, nobody's buying, no one's clicking, no one's opening. And I was like, okay, well you have to start with, okay, are these people actually your ideal clients? Like that's where it all starts off at. And I think also too, and I'm interested in what you think, like this, it also spans in basically every other portion of your business. Like in yep. terms of with what you do, like everything should be centered and focused on making you money, right? Like, especially with automations, like why have automations that don't make any sense? Yeah, I've got a little automation I can share with you right now. Personally, on my uh, email software, I've got an automation with, which deletes people if they didn't open one email in the last six months. Yeah, that's so smart. And maybe it's six months is very long. Some people would prefer three months. But uh, like I said, I prefer delete those people because they cost me money because most of the email software you pay by, um, by leads, by people name you've got in your software. Yep. As long as you send an email out. So why would I pay for some, so somebody will, will never use what I'm sending out anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's always 
I mean, it's always fun. Like when we go through and I clean up people's email lists for them and they're just like, holy guac, now my bill's cheaper. And I'm like, yeah, you were just <laughs> paying for people to hang out there. And let me tell you guys a quick tip. MailChimp is terrible about this because they keep all of your contacts, even after they like unsubscribe, like you have to go through and like actually delete them out. Otherwise they're going to charge you for them. So let me ask you this. So do you have a preferred email marketing platform that you work with that you absolutely love? Uh, the one I really love more than anything, for, especially for my client, is Active Campaign. Oh, yeah. But I personally use something which is less known, which is called Gist. What is it called? Gist. G I S T. It used to be called Convert Fox. Oh, okay. Already. Yeah, because it's an all-in-one platform, and I was one of the founder <laughs> members when they launched three years ago. Uh -huh. And yeah, I've been with them since. But for my client, I recommend Active Campaign. I think it's one of the best. I like also Convert Kits. Yep, same here. Definitely. I think both of those, I mean, for me personally, I, if for somebody who is not, like, isn't afraid of the tech and is more interested in, like, getting into it deep, Active campaign, hands down, and then like convert kit. I use convert kit because I'm like, you know what? I know, like, I know what numbers I want to track. I know exactly what I need, and convert kit does it for me. So, yeah, yeah hands down. So, let's hop into um, relationships. So, you know, the biggest thing is, is that in order to really connect and convert with your ideal clients, I think we can both agree relationships is where it's at. And, you know, a lot of times we get focused on, again, automations are super robotic, they're not interesting they're not fun you know so what are some ways that you recommend with like keeping those relationships going getting that momentum started and basically just keeping that you know through the process uh, first i would like to share with you a numbers uh, last month i was in the google hq here in dublin and for the conference they were sharing numbers for the 2019 and one number they shared with us was in 2019 Mm -hmm. a, a company needed to have at least 13 touch points, 13, one, three touch points with uh, someone before they become a client or customer. 13. Wow. It's huge. So that means when you send your email, the first thing you must have is consistency. You don't send an email today and send the next one in six months. That's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, other thing I notice a lot of people are doing, they send you emails only when they've got something to sell. Mm. I'm sorry. That's not working either. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. I talk about this so much because the thing is, on, on both your points, they're so incredibly true. But the thing is, is that people are still making those mistakes, right? So let's talk about how you can fix them. Literally, it's super easy. Like, you know, in terms of if you are sending out emails consistently, you're going to put in enough value in there that that's going to take care of the second point where it's the simple fact that, like, at the end of the day, you know, you're not just sitting there selling to them. You're actually giving them value. You're giving them the good stuff. So I think honestly, you know, when it comes down to it, you just need to be committed to it. Like, and I feel like this is with anything in business. Like if you don't do it consistently, you are not committed to it and you don't actually spend time to show up every single week in their inbox. You know, obviously it's not going to work if you don't actually do the work, right? <laughs> and also when you start to do your consistent email out, bring value don't just bring i also notice some other people 
they do send email all the time, like once every two or three days, but every single email, it's about an offer to buy. Yes. I agree with that. So maybe it's my own opinion. I don't know yours, but in my opinion, I send affiliate marketing to my list, but mm-hmm. not every single email. I send emails with just a gift or with just a content. Yeah. I mean, I personally do and recommend having some form of call to action. Um, but in terms of with like when I work with my clients, particularly like we focus on, you know, what are the main places that you want to drive from your email? So obviously for the most of them, it's to their product or book call, which, which makes sense. But then also too, we look at it in terms of with, okay, I would love to grow my Facebook group. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to push those people to your Facebook group. And you know, we just have one ask per email. That's all it takes. And, you know, making sure you vary those asks in terms of with what you're asking them to take action on, whether it's reply to this email, join my Facebook group, follow me on Instagram, you know, making sure you leverage those out. So that way when they get to the point of getting a sales email, they're already clicking the link, doing the things because you've already trained them to do some sort of action with every single email that you send. I um, totally agree with that. Having a call of action on each email, that's important. Yes. But just to buy, not just to give me money. Can we right. <laughs> a blog or like for you, send people to your podcast or send people to your Facebook group. That's amazing. It's yeah. cool. But not just give me money. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, as much as we just want to be like, yo, give us all the monies. Like, you know, it, it's a give and take, you know, you have to give to your audience. Um, and then from there, you obviously have the opportunity for them to give back to you as well too. So Absolutely, yeah. all the fun stuff. So it's before we wrap this up, Oh my gosh, this has been such a great conversation. I am just so incredibly excited. Um, do you have any closing thoughts, any tips that you would like to share? And I don't want to put you on the spot by any means, but. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. So um, my name is Sabrina, the digital witch. And right now I've got a special free book uh, on how to bring people um, in your website or in your Facebook page and so on. It's an ebook with 51 different ways to bring traffic on your, where you want to bring them. So if people want to get that free book, it's totally free. No money. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. Where can they grab that at? Um, They can come to uh, Sabrina, the digital witch. Perfect. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so incredibly much. So I'm assuming they can find you anywhere at Sabrina, the digital witch. Is that correct? That's right. Connect with you. Awesome. Yay. Well, again, thank you so much for being on here with me today. I am literally so incredibly excited to share this with my audience. And I'm sure you guys have all too have had, you know, those breakthrough moments where you realize like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I've been totally making that mistake, you know, and it's totally okay. Like we all live and learn, we all do the things and it's all going to be good to go. So make sure you share this episode on your social media, tag us on Instagram stories, and we will talk to you guys on the next episode.